I dare you to take it to the Lord in prayer. God is going to give you an opportunity again to take it, whatever it is, to the Lord in prayer. We will never know how valuable these little services are on a daily basis until those of us who are saved will get over on the other side. Uh, up in heaven. Uh, but I do know my beloved Christianity and living the Christian life is a daily walk it's not a weekly walk that's why we in the church got into trouble we thought that we thought that just going to church on Sunday uh, was good enough. Uh, God never said that. God said in his word that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Uh, Jesus Christ gave a parable to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint. The Bible also uh, is clear that we ought to pray without ceasing and uh, preachers, God called preachers, ought to give themselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And the Bible says daily they went house to house. Always pray, the Bible says. Always pray. Pray always. Always praying. Continue instant in prayer. Jesus Christ told his disciples on the eve of his crucifixion. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Serving the Lord is not only a daily thing, it's an hourly thing. Walking with the Lord is a minute by minute thing, and that's how God wants it. Because you have many enemies. You have many enemies. The devil is one. Whenever, wherever the devil is, you're going to have trouble. Sin is another in your life. If you have sin in your life, that's going to be a problem for you. You have... Uh, the world, the flesh, the devil, people who are filled with the devil around you, demon-possessed people, even in your family, who will fight you and try to hinder you, even in your church. And let me say something to all pastors. Yes, the devil wants to kill you. All true God-called pastors, and that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to destroy you. For there's a big thing going on now where people, are, pastors are quitting the ministry because uh, of the pressure, they say, of the ministry. There's no pressure in the ministry. 
there's pressure from the devil while you do ministry. The devil is the one putting the pressure on you. And it's a constant battle. And it's a constant fight. And if you must rest a while, go ahead and do that. But don't quit the ministry. It's not the God's people causing the pressure. It is not God's people pulling on you, issue, if you will, out of you. Because uh, and, and it's not the pressure of being in the ministry or preaching the gospel. It is the pressure from the devil on your life as an out-and-out Christian, be you a preacher or uh, a saint in the pews. Constant battling. See, that's what you. That's what you're dealing with. The devil will raise your blood pressure, and he'll use some people around you to raise your blood pressure. And yes, you ought to watch your diet. Yes, you ought to exercise. I just got through exercising. Uh, I'm here a little bit later today because uh, we had to deal with some things and take care of some things that we, and one of the things is we, one of the things we normally don't have to do. And so, uh, don't quit on God, rest a while, but don't quit. Don't quit on the ministry. Don't quit on the church. Don't quit on God's people. They need you. It's not the ministry taking you out. It's not the ministry causing you to have some heart palpitations. It's the constant fighting of the devil that some of you don't believe exists. Because you have been deceived by the devil. He's making you think that he is not here he's not real but somebody's fighting against you is satanic pressure and this is it's the worst pressure in the world it's not the preaching of the gospel don't believe that lie is not the preaching of the word don't believe that lie that's not in the Bible is not in the singing of hymns and and uh, singing some praise songs. It's not fellowshipping with the brethren. Really, truly, on the Christ side of things, uh, church and prayer and reading the Bible, it's not prayer. <laughs> no, no, no. All of these things will bring your blood pressure down. It's not working for the Lord, and, and, and uh, the truth of the matter is most pastors and preachers and most servants and people in the church, they're not working hard enough for the Lord. Most. To even, even have a, a little raising of the blood pressure. You might need to quit some other things. Like eating too much and being a glutton. You might need to uh, doing some other things. Committing adultery and committing fornication and looking at pornography. Uh, that's the devil working on you to yielding to temptation. And that that'll raise your blood sin will raise your blood pressure. Okay? So don't quit on God. That's the last thing we need for you to do. Just just rest a while and keep on preaching for God. All of that is good stuff. That's good for your health. Good for your body. Good for your soul. Good for your spirit. And as I said earlier. These services that we have and have had for over right at seven years nearly every day. 
Only God knows how valuable they are. And I want you to understand. Uh, now, uh, uh, my wife does not want me to be here. Uh, she she can do without the services in, in her mind, uh, but uh, I know that she needs them more than anybody else. Uh, and there are some other folks who don't want me to be here, but I want you to understand that I'm here not only for you. That's the driving thing behind it all. Because if pastors don't pray, I know you're not praying as you should. Most pastors do not pray. I know they don't want me to tell that, but that's a fact. I say that's a fact. I, I, I have no fear of successful contradiction. And let me tell some of you pastors who are quitting, the devil is causing you to quit because of satanic pressure. Okay, you, you're trying to do too much. And what I mean by that, you're trying to do normal stuff in the flesh. Aren't you? I, 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 I know this, especially my, uh, my, my white Southern Baptist brethren. They will kill themselves trying to build a church. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me they, they don't do that. I know many are in the grave today because they are trying to build a, a big church and it burst the, their hearts. Their hearts. They had a heart attack. Don't, don't tell me. I know. I, I, I have a, a, a white brother that I, in the Southern Baptist Convention that I, I have talked to about it. And he admitted it. He admitted it. And, and and I had to rebuke him because he tried to say a little something. See, see we as uh, white preachers, we, 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 we try so hard and work so hard to build a church. It impacts our health. I know of several pastors like that. Both of them white. One, one is an independent Baptist. Terrible health, and the other a Southern Baptist. I stayed in the home of the Independent Baptist. I mean, they 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 had the money to put me up. For some reason, they wanted me to stay in their home. One time, they one time they put me in the Hilton Hotel, and I was by myself. I was on the road by myself. I left my wife at home, and and. Uh, it felt so strange being in that big old room. Uh, for some reason, it, it had a cold, that Hilton Hotel had a cold um, atmosphere to me. But anyway, I, I guess the reason why they put me in the Hilton Hotel that time because I didn't want to stay with them again because the wife all she understood was about cooking was uh, uh, pork and beans and uh, and some hot dogs. I'm not saying any names. They still living. And no, and I said no wonder when I left that house. I said no wonder he's so sick. Every other night is pork and beans and hot dogs. They had two or three boys. That's that. And I guess she called that, you know, them dinner or something. And I, I saw that. I saw that. I stayed with them for over maybe two weeks. And uh, which I hate doing. I hate staying in people's houses. Don't you? I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> but this is way back. Uh, and uh, but one day I just walked out of the house when she had some pork and beans and hot dogs on the. I just walked out of the house. Walk, walked right out the front door. The pastor said, where are you going, preacher? He came out of the door. Uh, I, I, preacher, I'm just going to go down on the street. I think I saw a Chinese food restaurant down there. And I, I walked down to that Chinese food restu restaurant and got me some food. But uh, 
the Southern Baptist pastor, he was saying, we as white brothers, you know, we work so hard uh, to build a church and uh, that we, we, some of us have heart conditions and heart problems and so forth. And, uh, he said, and then he said something about, uh, he gave me something about black brothers, y'all, y'all don't. I said, don't what? Don't work hard? What are you talking about? Oh, no, oh, no, brother, oh, no. <laughs> no, we're just not going to have a heart attack about it. Maybe because we're trusting in the Lord to do it. Thank you, Daniel Ezekiel. Daniqua, Danielle. So, uh, it's, it's, it's not the ministry. The ministry is good stuff. Don't believe that lie. It's, it's just like how some people are believing the lie that uh, it's okay for a pastor to blow his brains out. That's just a dev the devil is telling you that lie. People, some of you people don't have any discernment. You can't see anything. You don't understand anything because you, 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 you don't read the Bible. See, you don't read the Bible. I know you don't. You don't pray. Let me ask you right now. How many of you in this uh, church uh, with no walls, how many of you prayed this morning with your spouse? I don't say significant other. I don't know what that is. And with your children. Are you uh, single and you prayed by yourself? Now let me tell you something. It's going to be, it's, it's going to be hard to pray every day and be, and if you're single now. Especially if you're a woman. I know you don't like it, but that's the truth. It's hard for a man to pray. See, And if pastors are not praying, uh, you, I know that you're not praying. You're not praying as you should. How many of you read the Bible this morning? On your own. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Don't lie in church. You you're in the you're in the church with with no walls for real, and God sees you. Uh, so there's no telling. Uh, we'll never know the significance of these little prayer meetings until we get on the other side. And yes, I pray for revival. I pray for uh, an awakening and all that. And I know everybody wants me to join their bandwagons and so forth. But God has shown me something different. It would be wonderful if that happened. I'll be very, very pleased. Uh, but uh, and I have some people who want me to join their bandwagon. Uh, on the Republican side of things and a political there's no such thing as a political revival people stop trying to have one there's no such thing as a political awakening the awakenings of the past and revivals of the past way back I'm not talking about some little modern thing you felt something they were not based upon politics they're based upon the power of the Holy Ghost and prayer to God Almighty. Now God can do it again, but I believe that the church has crossed a line with God. Real talk. I believe the church has really messed up. This church the worst Laodicean church, not even worthy to be in the same category as the Laodicean church. I believe God, I believe Jesus has spewed this church out of his mouth with the nastiness and the wickedness and the evil that we have done against him and calling ourselves ourselves the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I believe that um, the remnant will do well, the 7,000, and God's faithful few. The faithful few, they will prove, they will show you that they're faithful because they're going to be faithful. 
They're going to do what they are supposed to do. And that's a fact. They can't help it. They have Jesus, the faithful, in them. See? Faithful people have Jesus in them. Now, now, now listen to me carefully. Why is the queen... I mean, you you people have never seen in, even in your history books before you were born, you have never seen a funeral like this. People waiting in line for 24 hours? What? They had to pause it. Beckham, big time Beckham, who actually met the queen multiple times. The queen liked him. Beckham. Bend them like Beckham. That's who I'm talking about. He had to wait in line like 14 hours for the queen, to see the queen. 14 hours. Now, you would think that, you know, I think she knighted him or did something for him. And, 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 and he's a superstar. He's a Jewish Christian man. Bendham like Beckham had to stand in line with everybody else to see the queen, man. I'm telling you, this is something else. What? She is spe something special. But what made her special? What made her great? I call her, along with uh, Prime Minister Johnson of Great Britain, Queen Elizabeth the Great. That does not mean she's perfect. She's great because God made her great. I believe some of her advisors and maybe her children, the royal family, misguided her, led her uh, in the wrong way on a couple of, couple of issues. But I, I, I will tell you this. Uh, we're hearing now that uh, little Harry uh, is going to wear his uniform at the Queen's funeral. And Andrew, too, I can tell you this right now. If she was living at her funeral, <laughs> they would not be wearing a uniform, Jack. This shows the weakness of King Charles III and Prince of Wales. Somebody. But I'll I, I tell you what they're doing. They said, look here, you can wear your uniform if you rewrite that book that's coming out with all of that evil mess you put in it. I be Charles and William, they kind of cornered them saying, yeah, you can wear the uniform, man. <laughs> yeah, you can wear the uniform. But you better change that book. What we have seen, what you've shown us and, and told us, that's not going to, that's not going to, uh, that's not going to do be good for the royal family. And I will let you back on in. The queen is going up to heaven. We'll let you back on in. We'll let you wear that uniform. But that book got to be changed. To our specifications. Go ahead and get rid of that right now. Okay. Try, try to just work with it and get it back to a normal size. While... Uh, we are dealing with a little technical problem caused by me. Uh, uh, while they get that squared away, yeah, make make it uh, just a little bit smaller. Bring it on in. Mhm. Mm okay, now check the other one over here. There you go. I'm going to check that. Well, it's still not right. But okay. Is that in there now? Okay. Okay. That looks good. It looks normal. Let me see the other one. Okay. That's a, that's a little bit better. Can you make it a little bit better? There you go. Let me see the other one. Okay. There we go. That's good. All right. Emergency solved 
and taken care of. And so speaking of the queen and all that's going on, I was saying to you that if the queen was here at her own funeral, uh, Harry would not be wearing the uniform and certainly not uh, Andrew. But this shows uh, how powerful Andrew and Harry are. They have uh, seemingly stronger personalities than Charles and, and William. Uh, but they're trying to get something out of that. Anyway, this is one of the Queen's favorite hymns which glorifies God and glorifies Jesus Christ. Praise my soul, the King of Heaven. To his feet your tribute bring. Ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Evermore his praises sing. Alleluia. Hallelujah. Praise the everlasting King. Praise him for his grace and favor to his people in distress. Praise him still the same as ever, slow to chide and swift to bless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glorious in his faithfulness. One of the reasons why these little services are important, they do something in the world, number one, that I don't have time to get into um, right now, but you must understand, and preachers, you must understand especially, that when God's Word is preached and taught in any way by a person who has saved himself, something happens in the world it doesn't matter how many people you have in front of you it's all about what God does with his word and through his word and if you're faithful in getting it to the people it will have an impact verse 3 father like he tends and spares us well, our feeble frame he knows. In his hand he gently bears us, rescues us from all our foes. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Widely yet his mercy flows. Angels, help us to adore him. You behold him face to face. Sun and moon bow down before him. Dwellers all in time and space, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise with us the God of grace. That's one of the favorite hymns of the Queen, who thousands upon thousands upon thousands are walking by to say goodbye. Uh, waiting for 14 hours, waiting for 24 hours. Now, they had to pause it, and it didn't help. And now people are waiting for 24 hours to walk by the Queen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. My beloved, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, family, memorial, and evangelistic service. My beloved, uh, this is Daniel White the third.
president of Gospel Light Society International. And we are here with a part of our three-pronged devotional uh, service. And today we are reading the Word of God. Um, that's good. Is it on now? Okay, that's good. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode, if you will, number 624, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. <clears throat> this unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history. Today, beloved, we are reading Proverbs 21, 21 through 31. Proverbs chapter 21, verses 21 through 31. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the and for all of your mercy, love, and grace that you bestowed upon us all. I praise you and I thank you for uh, all of the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Down through the years in my family and Lord for Christians who truly believe in you everywhere. And Holy Father God, <coughs> We come before your throne of grace and we individually, collectively, hopefully, confess our sins as Christian believers for those of us who truly believe in you. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive us, Lord, of our sins, our faults and our failures as we from our hearts by your grace forgive those who have sinned against us crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh, the old man within us as believers in Christ, and fill us afresh and anew this afternoon with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your holy word, Lord, that says, ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be open unto you. Deliver us, Lord, throughout the remainder of this afternoon and evening and tonight on Friday. And if you should tarry your coming on Saturday and Sunday, throughout this weekend when the devil applies a whole lot of pressure, even in my case, through my own wife. This has been the case for 34 years. And I believe that she cannot control herself because she's not saved. I pray, however, as I've prayed down through the years, that you would restrain her. Uh, and I pray that uh, she would humble herself and believe in you, Lord Jesus. And I pray that you would fill her with your Holy Spirit. Lord, help her to somehow be able to see that 
she does not want to continue her life in this way and like and as her mother has and her aunts have she does not want to have a demonic and angry spirit uh, going forward and I pray that you will uh, cast the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias not, out of, not only out of her life but out of the lives of other people in our family our Lord who are not saved and born again I pray for her mother and for her aunts and, and siblings uh, in this way I pray for my own mother and my sisters that they will not be Jezebels in the church but be obedient get saved and be obedient to you and other family members as well and we pray Lord for uh, other pastors and family members across the country and around the globe uh, uh, pastors and their families and other Christians and uh, families around the globe who have similar issues where some people are saved and some people are lost uh, it is not what we try to portray that it is and so Lord I pray that people would come clean with you and get real with you and understand that if they have people in the family acting like the devil looking like the devil talking like the devil never wanting to do any real spiritual work uh, Lord they may be controlled by the devil and they may need to get saved and be delivered from the attacks of the devil and demon possession so Holy Father God I pray that you'll have all of that to come to pass save those who are lost revive those who are saved heal those who are sick comfort those who are grieving around the world and for those of us Lord who are saved and I pray for many of your true pastors who are being deceived by the devil to think that the ministry is the enemy that the ministry is what is pushing up their blood their blood pressure when if it were not for the ministry their blood pressure would be uh, uh, off the scales and so Lord help them to realize it is the satanic pressure that has been against your servants your preachers and your people and your families for centuries and I pray that you will if we need to rest to do that uh, but um, not quit and so Holy Father God I do pray that you deliver each and every one of us Lord from the constant satanic attack and uh, and lift all of our burdens cares worries and anxieties and fill us with your peace that pass of all understanding and your joy unspeakable <clears throat> And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would pave the way for us, open up doors for us as you see fit, even throughout the remainder of this day. And Holy Father God, I pray that you would deliver us from all uh, tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations, tests, and tensions uh, with lessons learned and with lives changed deliver us Lord from all of our distresses and afflictions deliver us also today Lord from all of our spiritual and mental physical and emotional family financial uh, uh, 
legal health issues. And Lord, protect us, Lord, and uh, deliver us. And thank you, Lord, for your chastisement and rebuke against the church. But at the same time, Lord, I thank you for, uh, and at the same time, I thank you, Lord, for sparing uh, us uh, and sparing others when it could have been far worse. Thank you for remembering mercy and grace uh, towards your people and others as well. So, Holy Father God, this after, afternoon I do pray that you would encase us with your protection. I pray that you would protect my family and all other Christian families that name the name of Christ. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, and from evil people in the world, or evil people in the church. And place, Lord, upon us the whole armor of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels, and cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ, and make us, Lord, to be whiter than the snow on the inside. And have all that we do and say going forward this afternoon, this evening, uh, Lord, and throughout this weekend, if you should tarry your coming, or, and if you would allow us to live, have it be done for your glory, praise, and honor, for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his holy name we pray. Amen. Proverbs chapter 21, verses 21 through 31. He that followeth after righteousness and mercy findeth life, righteousness, and honor. And this is what the queen uh, did throughout her life. And this is why she is a great woman. And this is why you're seeing what you are seeing. And it's not her goodness and her righteousness. It is the righteousness of her Savior, of God Almighty. God, as I have told you, is the one who makes people great. Particularly if they obey him. Verse 22, a wise man scaleth the city of the mighty and casteth down the strength of the confidence thereof. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Proud and haughty scorner is his name who dealeth in proud wrath. The desire of the slothful killeth him, for his hands refuse to labor. He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. The sacrifice of the wicked is abomination. How much more when he bringeth it with a wicked mind. A false witness shall perish, but the man that heareth speaketh constantly. A wicked man hardeneth his face, but as for the upright he directeth his way. There is no wisdom, nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. <clears throat> holy Father God, I praise you and thank you so much for your holy word. Have a define a lodging place in our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. Help us to grow 
from your holy word, to be encouraged by your holy word, to be instructed by your holy word, and then, Lord, help us to apply it to our lives and to obey it and then to preach it. Thank you, Holy Father God, for blessing my son, Daniel Ezekiel, my daughter, Danielle, and myself to see another birthday on yesterday, and oh, what a great celebration it was. And then to boot, at my age, Lord, woke up this morning feeling better uh, than I have felt in a long time. And I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus Christ's name, I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Shall we pray for others? Please join us. That's what we do in devotions. We read the Bible. We read a devotional. We pray and we pray for others. And that, that word others has been on my mind today. I, I learned the the importance of the word others I was invited to preach at a youth camp out in the middle of nowhere call, called the joy camp and I found out what joy meant uh, according to them joy stands for Jesus others and then you and so I, I thought about that today because, you know, sometimes I may not feel as, as well as I think I should, but I still come here to, because there are people who uh, are depending on us showing up and praying with them and praying for others and reading the Bible and uh, motivating them. This is really more about motivating you to pray on your own, to read the Bible. Uh, and to learn the Word of God. It's just an encouragement. Uh, it's an encouragement to also get your family in order. And, and that's not always pretty. I, I know you want to be the Brady Bunch. But I believe they came together over divorce or something. I don't know. Somebody died or something. I don't know. So... Uh, I know you want a TV family. Uh, that's not. I understand now. TV and your little sitcoms and so forth. That's not reality. You can't have a crisis and solve it within 45 minutes. Okay, that's not reality. TV is for you to relax when you're eating a meal or, or just to take it easy. And take your mind off other things. It's not as you know. That's not reality. You're living in reality. So stop. But don't don't let the devil deceive you into thinking that TV is real. It's not. So let's pray for uh, first some people who are hurting and uh, they're mourning and grieving all around the world. Thousands of folk. Uh, hurting and grieving. Let's pray. Holy Father God, yes, Lord, we're going to, we have prayed for the millions who have been hurt through death and sickness from the coronavirus plague. And uh, France just announced that the, they, they, they are anticipating uh, the coronavirus plague coming back with a vengeance. And we pray, Lord, for all of the people who are still hurting from that. Comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. And Lord, we pray for not only the millions, but for the few. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of New York resident Julia we pray, Lord, for the family and friends of North Carolina resident Cheryl May Cole. We pray for the family and friends of Massachusetts resident 
Brenda Lee Bridges. And Lord, we pray for Nita as we pray for the prowlist folks, the new prayer uh, requests that have come in and put on the prayer list. We pray for Nita. Please save uh, miraculously, save and miraculously heal a six-year-old Israeli boy named Yankee from fatal cancer and save and comfort his entire family. During this time, please provide a permanent loving home for two dogs. We pray, Lord, for Crystal. Thank you for curing her, filling her with your Holy Spirit, <coughs> and breaking all her chains. Please help her find <coughs> her path to healing others by your Holy Spirit through her. And Lord, we pray for Pastor Bershebi. Thank you for the new baptisms and for how you led them in church planting at Kabashinji and uh, Nasanda. And they're asking and we're joining them in asking that you'll please bless them with the right verdict verdict in, uh, in the Africa elections. Bless them to complete the Nasanda roofing and church structure. Save and provide for the poor, needy, weak, and hungry people. And heal the economy. And Lord, we pray now for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel. Uh, we pray, Lord, that you will help them to grow in the faith. We thank you for the thousands who have come to you through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. And we pray that you'll help them to stand strong in the faith and be the strong Christian disciples that you want them to be. We pray for Johanna, Juanita, Sarah, Woto, and Jose. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well. Eliana, Sabucio, Didymus, Edward, and Valeria. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. <clears throat> now for those of you who are with us and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. According to the Bible, you need to understand that you are a sinner. For the Bible says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, you need to understand that the wages of sin is death. That means you're going to die because of your sin. And if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, you're going to go to hell when you die. It is as simple as that. <clears throat> and hell is a very real place. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any of the prophets, uh, and he preached more on hell than any of the apostles. He preached more on hell than he did about heaven because he loves you and he wants you to trust in him and believe in him and avoid going to hell forever and ever. And so hell is a real place. Hell is a bad place. Hell is a sad place and hell is bad news. But I have some good news for you straight from the mouth of Jesus Christ himself. He said the most loving, most wonderful, and most important words in the history of the world to mankind. When he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is, perish in hell. And so, dear friend, all you have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ did not say you have to believe in church or believe in the pastor 
or believe in doing good works or giving money to the church. All you have to do is believe in him. Believe in Jesus Christ that he was born of a virgin. That he became the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the sins of the entire world and not just the Jews. He, John the Baptist said, John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. And that's what Jesus did when he died on the cross. He took away your sins and mine. Lying, dishonesty, lust, stealing, covetousness, uh, dishonoring and disrespecting parents, dishonoring and disrespecting God by taking God's name in vain, committing adultery, committing homosexuality, and other sins. You will have to die and go to hell and spend eternity in hell to pay for your own sins if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Lamb of God who took away all sin. So I strongly encourage you to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved. Do that today. If you're willing to do that in your heart, I will uh, lead you uh, in what is called the sinner's prayer. For the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Please follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and I am guilty before you. And I deserve to go to hell. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who I believe suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to change and help me to repent of all of my sins and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, to pay your sin debt, that he was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, And you pray that prayer with me, <clears throat> and you meant it. May I say to you, congratulations for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and calling on him to save your soul. To help you to grow in the faith and to become a strong Christian disciple, Christian disciple. Please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book free of charge titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. You can easily download it within minutes. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved shall go in and out and find pasture. God loves you. That's why he sent his son to die on the cross for your sins. Now, email us at uh, dw3 at gospelitesociety.com or whatever email you see on the platform. 
and let us know that you got saved. And if you uh, have a prayer request, let us know about that. And also uh, understand that we're here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, by the grace of God. And also, uh, we have some free uh, material that's different to send to you uh, as well <clears throat> to help you to grow in the faith. Dear friends, God bless you. Until next time, and Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. If the Lord tarries is coming, and we live. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as we listen to the hymns, O hymns of the faith.